Greetings, this is a rescue dude of mere risk and North Africa Journal and today is Monday, October the 3rd, 2022. Now, the Sahelian nation of Burkina Faso has been a powder cake for some time. This weekend, the coup leader that toppled the previous government has been himself toppled by another coup. The situation in Burkina Faso's capital, Ouagadougou, has been extremely tense lately, with protesters essentially attempting to raid the French embassy there as France remains highly unpopular due to its policies in former colonies. On Friday the 30th of September 2022, the security crisis in Burkina Faso spiraled essentially out of control when low-ranking military officers announced their toppling of the junta leader, Colonel Paul-Henri Damiba, who resisted the coup initially and insisted that he would stay in power. Uh, Damiba essentially did the same thing uh, when he ousted the previous president in a coup in January 2022. Damiba's whereabouts were not clear in the beginning and the leaders of the coup version 2.0 suspected that he was hiding in a former military base used by French soldiers in the past. Now, the news of Damiba's potential hiding in a former French base sparked anger among segments of Ouagadougou's population and on Sunday Dozens of them, dozens of supporters of the new self-proclaimed coup leader, 34-year-old Ibrahim Traore, gathered at the French embassy in Ouagadougou. Their presence essentially triggered a security response that involved the use of tear gas to disperse the crowds. But French interests in Burkina Faso now appear to be direct targets, judging by the fact that a, a fire also broke out in front of the French Institute in the western city of Bobo Dialuso. Eventually, Damiba agreed to step down on Sunday after religious and community leaders intervened to mediate and is said to have fled to Togo's capital, Lome. What the new coup leaders say is that Damiba failed miserably in quelling the terrorist attacks that have multiplied in recent months. Ironically, Damiba used the very same accusation to justify the ousting back in January of President Roche-Marc Christian Kabore. In fact, Nine months after Damiba took power in Burkina Faso, the security situation has worsened more than ever, with Burkina becoming essentially the epicenter of terrorism in the Sahel. Many would even argue that Burkina Faso is now surpassing Mali as the epicenter of the jihadi movement in the region. This is because there have been more deaths in Burkina than in Mali over the past three years. Attacks on civilians and the military continue to increase in their numbers and in their intensity. In April 2022 alone, security analysts counted 240 casualties of terror attacks, including 108 civilians. Mayor's Critical Incidents Tracker, a unit of our company, recorded a litany of attacks. There are too many of them to report. We note last week's attack on the security convoy in Saitanga, uh, a place located near the border with Mali, and that, that resulted in the killing of 11 policemen. Last summer, at least 160 civilians were butchered in Sulhan alone, and subsequent attacks continued without a break. So now, Burkina Faso is facing a real existential threat. Not only it is a failed state, but its future is entirely uncertain. Colonel Paul Henry Damiba and his supporters gathered public support back in January when they promised to restore security and, and that after ousting Christian Caboret, whom 
uh, they accused of incompetence. But Damiba turned out to be as just incapable as his predecessor. Now, many issues that we see in neighboring Mali, and which led to the deepening of the security crisis there, have been repeated also in Burkina Faso, with the authorities there counting and relying on two self-defense groups to protect the population. Now, instead, these groups have been committing unspeakable abuses against civilians, especially targeting the ethnic Fulanis or the Pearls, as they are called there. Uh, while senior officers were granted higher salaries and fancy perks, the Burkinabi army remained uh, one of the most dysfunctional militaries in the world. Disorganized, low salary, low morale, no proper code of conduct, essentially resulted in an army in constant stress. In the meantime, the social and economic situation of the Burkinabi population continued to worsen. The displacement of the populations of Saitanga has increased exponentially recently, leaving them entirely dependent on donations from NGOs. They became hopeless refugees in camps located in the outskirts of the big cities, turning these populations into a real time bomb. In early April 2022, faced with an explosive social and economic situation, Burkina's new strongman, Paul-Henri Damiba, pleaded with the population to be patient and asked them to grant him five months to fix the security situation in the country. But here we are now in October 2022 and his fellow soldiers decided to remove him. In Ouagadougou, there isn't great sympathy for Damiba. He operated in an environment that has been less supportive from the perspective of the general population. Unlike what happened in neighboring Mali, Damiba's coup did not come with widespread popular support. But the population was somewhat lukewarm to it because of the bad performance of the men he removed. Also in contrast to Mali, Damiba's coup was also less controversial on the regional and international scene with the regional grouping of West African nation known as ECOWAS and the African Union essentially accepting him and not taking discrimination, discriminatory action or sanctions against the new regime in Ouagadougou as they did in Mali. In this context, Damiba cannot use regional or international sanctions as excuse for making progress or not making progress. He just could not deliver. Damiba proposed a 36-month transition period and no one in the region dared challenging him. So for now, where does Burkina Faso goes from here? Well, it is certain that the turmoil in Ouagadougou is likely to further embolden jihadi groups to try to seek some sort of territorial gains, as it happened in Mali. For now, at least, it will certainly take months for Burkina to find some political balance or some stability of sort. And as such, what to expect is a worsening security climate. The new junta leader, Traore Ibrahim, announced on Sunday that he had received the support of army chiefs to strengthen the counterinsurgency operations. And so it's also likely that Burkina's military will get additional support from outside to counter-military groups. The West African nation bloc of ECOWAS appears to be going along with this abrupt but rather bloodless coup, and it is likely to back the new regime in organizing a new anti-jihad campaign. Also, while many have hoped France could play a more constructive role to, in stabilizing and securing Burkina Faso, Paris sadly has lost a great deal of political capital in, in the country, and elsewhere in the region. 
If anything, anti-French sentiment is expected to intensify in Ouagadougou, but I do predict that, that the French will work to control Traoré, the, the new strongman and the new junta. Uh, I could be more active participant uh, in the anti-jihadi movement. As such, I would expect renewed military jihadi confrontations in the months to come. With that, thank you for listening and looking forward to the next talk. Goodbye.